Please enjoy a few minutes of chaos. Is there like um, <laughs> content reporting? Shit. Like, if we cuss too much, is it going to get taken down? So, Gabby, you can't you cuss something with about that. Yeah, you can't. So, on YouTube, you can't cuss within the first like 30 seconds. Um, but oh, I, I say, hope to God, we can make it that long. Hello, and Come welcome on. to the Chaos and Cox <laughs> podcast. Like, <laughs> Chaos and Beep. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing though like if you want to monetize on youtube so if by chance we happen to like blow up on youtube mm-hmm. um that's gonna get removed real fast and oh yeah <laughs> taken off some people can choose to keep like some ad providers will choose to keep their ads there but yeah so we might well, want to start with yeah i was gonna say we could always start with like a brief spiel of what we're talking about and then do the introduction so that it's not the first 30 seconds yeah i i just can't talk for the first 30 seconds <laughs> <laughs> like i'm gonna stay quiet <laughs> just gonna <set laughs> silence for the first 30 seconds <laughs> we have a like cold please yeah. <laughs> accidentally says shit because <laughs> something falls over it's like <laughs> oh, no <laughs> Man. I think YouTube would be fun. Man. Yeah. You're oh, that's an- just oh. so sad. Ran oh. her off. That was rude. That was rude. Well, okay. So I don't think she's being rude. She's just clingy and she wants to sit with her. Yep. And Gator doesn't want to sit with her. Gator says no. Yeah. Gator. Oh, my own space. <laughs> I know. Oh. Bye, Gator. So I wanted to tell you guys something that stone and i are gonna do this weekend Ooh. for fun Ooh. um so his mom hates tattoos so every time i get a new tattoo like she like shuns me for a couple days and then she gets over it <laughs> um Sounds like my grandmother <laughs> <laughs> so i bought us fake tattoo sleeves for <laughs> nice oh my god i love it <laughs> and so when they come back i'm gonna decorate myself with the sleeve and his i just got the notification that it is like down the street to be delivered so I'm like, nice we need pictures when okay, did yes <laughs> i'm so excited i want to know what i look like with the sleeve hot as fuck this arm too oh thanks <laughs> <laughs> not that last night because i don't know if i want to go down to my thighs or stick to my hips and up i haven't decided yet i'm eventually doing a leg sleeve as an extension of my mermaid um it's going to be like ocean themed i'm going to get an octopus on my shin wrapping up towards the mermaid where she's already at on my thigh um so that'll be fun andrew doesn't really like leg tattoos even on me it's just he doesn't like legs mm. for some reason he thinks okay. they're weird legs are weird okay he's he, yeah it's <laughs> like okay fair that's a good point but whatever <laughs> so but i'm gonna get it um i'm thinking about doing another not a full sleeve, but like an upper arm piece to go with my forearm piece, uh-huh. but it wouldn't really, they wouldn't connect necessarily, but mm. 
Yeah. I got plans. I have no plans. I just want to get fit again and then I'll think about it. <laughs> That's my goal. Goals. <laughs> One day. Um, <laughs> well, I went for a bike ride this morning. Yay. That was Yay. Good. And you went really yeah. far too, didn't you? you like, did. like how many miles? It was like it was eight. Only, it was only eight. Only, she said only, only eight. eight. Only eight. <laughs> we usually do 10 to 12. Girl, I can't oh. even make it a lap around my neighborhood. Come on. Right? <laughs> okay. Where we live, there's this hill. So literally, like, okay, so imagine this, like the opposite of a bell curve, right? Yeah. We're at the bottom of the of the little thing and you have to walk oh. up this way and you have to walk up that way to get out. And so I'm like, do I want to die the hill or no? Nah. I was getting no. passed by tiny old men all morning. <laughs> Freaking like decked out bike gear and I'm in my like a hood a sweater just like this. <laughs> heavy listening to um queen of shadows on blast <laughs> i love it i love that out loud <laughs> out loud well i didn't i don't want to put headphones in because the trail we have we have trails but i'm not sure and chris will talk about it too like we have a lot of homeless people that live on the trails and a lot mm-hmm. of people get abducted off the trails but there's well, no even if that wasn't a problem i wouldn't want to listen with headphones anyways because mm-hmm. if someone comes up behind me i'm not gonna know about it right and there's a really creepy part because we have a primate sanctuary and the back of the sanctuary is up against the trail oh oh so you could have like monkeys come kidnap you too (laughs) giant gorillas come after you that's a new fear that i unlocked (laughs) i think of hello um, tarzan (laughs) (laughs) i think of um night at the museum with the monkey stealing your your keys and everything yeah (laughs) Oh like, yeah. Okay, I didn't know that was something that I was afraid of. <laughs> I love it. Like, nope. Uh, pass. I mean, pass. I'll try. I'll, try I'll see how my butt cheeks feel. Hello, and welcome to the Chaos and Pox. Whoops. Hello, and welcome to the Chaos and Cox podcast. My name is Gabby, <laughs> and you can find me on Instagram at Gabby Show. <laughs> G-A-B-B-I-E. I'm sorry, this is a mess. <laughs> I'm keeping it. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I'm Lexi, and you can find me on Instagram at reads by Lexi. And I'm Jess. You can find me on Instagram at the.barnacle.bookshelf or on my website at thebarnaclebookshelf.com. And I'm Ash, and you can find me on Instagram at a wolf 91 and last but not least, I'm Britt, and you can find me both on TikTok and Instagram at Lunar Literature. Woo-hoo. That was one hell of an intro, ladies. I know. I know. <laughs> Apparently, we're all I giggling. Love it. We are. We're giggling. all tired and ah. kind of having brain farts, and you know, all playing with my rock. Giant brain fart. Playing with my rocks. I got a palm stone. A rose. I almost freaking dropped it. A rose quartz one, and I'm just like obsessed with it. I need to go like, to the like, Speaking of rocks, <laughs> now I'm rocks. thinking about Throne of Glass. How did rocks? Oh, yes. Okay, do we want to do a Throne, Throne of Glass check in before we dive into our very special episode? Yes, I think, sure. I think so. You need to check in. Okay. Ah! Chat. <laughs> <laughs>
that your check-in? That's my check-in. That's your check-in? I mean, okay. it's a good check-in. Gabby, how far are you into the Throne of Glass series? Okay, I am currently in my tandem read. Um, I finished up to chapter 35 of Tower of Dawn, and now I'm starting... I don't know if you can see, but this <laughs> giant wall of text right here is all I need oh to read in Empire of Storms, and I'm making my way through that right now. Okay. Oh. I it's, love that you're um, tandem reading them. That makes it so much better. I did not tandem read them, and when I I did a reread where I did tandem read them, and it was so much better. It makes me happier because as much as I like, I don't hate Kale, but- Chad. I'm just bored okay. with like I mean it's not bad it's not bad I just like no. I want Rowan that's what I want <laughs> yep I mean he's still like we've told you from the beginning he has redeeming factors and qualities in Todd but he's still Chad I don't know I, wink. I am on chapter 25 of Queen of Shadows and I want Chad to go jump in a river and <laughs> oh yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> Like see, I we said that Lexi was gonna be on mine and Brit's side with Chad because that's just yep. our personality. Because Jess and Gabby are like, I we like him. Chad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're all, me and Brit are like, Chad. fuck Chad. Fuck I almost you, Chad. Wanted, <laughs> when we when we did our cock of the week question, I almost wanted to say Chad just to piss everyone off. But I'm not going to. <laughs> I I would need Fine. reasons. I would need. I would need like I can't ah, give you those reasons, Lexi. You would need an references. Lexi would need an essay with like cite your sources, document <laughs> graphs. You need and to shit. read Tower of Dawn first, and then I can give you my essay in my presentation. <laughs> oh my gosh, we could do a PowerPoint night. Some chaos and God's yes. yes. Can we please do that? I want to do a PowerPoint night so bad with friends. <laughs> Let's do it. All the reasons Chad sucks <laughs> and why Gabby and Jess are wrong. We're going to have a night. When we do YouTube, we can do that. We can do our, our presentation. So It'll I be a don't... throne of glass one. Oh, but we're, we're not even. We would need a sixth person. Please. I'm sure we could find, we could we could find somebody. From find somebody. Lise, Lise Lise is throne of glass for life. Lise hates Chad. I messaged her oh. this morning because you oh. guys were all sleeping and I needed we need a listen. third person who likes um oh. well that's we gonna to... be interesting. <laughs> It'll be, that'll be we'll difficult. <laughs> I'll ask Ashley. She's just makes a reading right now too. Well, let's all put like a poll on our Instagram. Like, okay, who do likes you like, Chad? Chad? <laughs> and if so, you're wrong. But if you do, have, we need to know. I we need a third person Chad. who likes. Why the debate like, is okay, even. Why do you like him? He's just like a little teddy bear. Um, I didn't ever really dislike him. I mean, like, he's okay. irritating, but, like, he... He needs a good smack up the side of the head, but... He does. He my... needs a good smack, and he's arrogant, but I don't hate him also. Okay, so I'm on Queen of Shadows, and the big turning point, and I texted Lee's this this morning, because when I started Queen of Shadows, I was like, oh, they're going to see each other. Like, Kale and Aelin are going to see each other, and I was like, oh, that's kind of cute. Like, oh, maybe, maybe I don't hate him so much. 
And then he said all that shit. I'm like, you fucking asshole. I hate you. (laughs) Like, don't you blame this beautiful woman for everything that's going wrong in the kingdom. I want to kick you in the balls. Yes. Right? Yeah. If she did kick him, he would deserve it. But Exactly. Like, if someone kicked him, I'm not going to blame him. But I still like him. I do, too. No. No. (laughs) I like him. I got no use for him. Mm-mm. change no. my mind you can't <laughs> how can't miserable <laughs> am i gonna be through tower of dawn i think it's good it's it's really good um i know you don't but... like him but you just have to like keep an open mind i guess because the story is read. good it'll make it bearable he'll be fine yeah if you yeah. tandem read it one it'll be bearable if you don't since you don't like chad but it introduces other characters that you will like mm-hmm. yes yeah can I- can I do a sort of non-spoiler quote? Because it's out of context. So you don't know what it means. Sure. <laughs> so these two characters are talking and she asks Kale, can you use your manhood to completion? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> you will, it's fine. It's fine. Well, it's fine. Don't get there. <laughs> no, I'm I say, like I am on edge right now because I still haven't seen Rowan pop up, and I if I will be fine. I might not sleep tonight. It'll be fine. Don't sleep. And I have Queen. Of- <laughs> so I have a thing where like Akasif and Crown of Gilded Bones. I purposely didn't get them on Kindle because if they were on Kindle, I wouldn't have slept for three days. <laughs> Um, yeah shadows is on kindle so while chris is sleeping i can be reading tonight and i feel like you work tomorrow do it work at nine yeah no it's fun your people at work who needs work who needs needs a job (laughs) money i don't need that (laughs) i need to know what happened i need rowan i know so feet picks i might sleep tonight and get up early or just not sleep tonight and get up late tomorrow. We'll see. Not I will sleep, say that if you don't late. sleep tonight, you can message us when you're freaking out because none of us we'll get up as early as you do. <laughs> yeah, we'll be so we always stay up late in the chat. Like, like don't well, it's like 9 p.m. here. Well, yeah, it's, no. it's later for them. But I, I actually don't sleep. Why don't, don't you sleep? sleep? I don't. It's a vampire. Um, <laughs> I have issues. <laughs> Ash hasn't gotten a full night of sleep since she had her since she got pregnant pretty much oh and then Britt, how late were you up last night because i saw something like i messaged the group and it was like luna literature was available three hours ago and i'm like that was yeah yeah well see um i'm pretty sure i brought an attachment home with me yesterday so i was cleaning my house like (laughs) yeah so did you watch the videos that she sent last night of her paranormal activity Mm -hmm. i wouldn't have been either (laughs) so creepy i wouldn't have either (laughs) The fact that I fell asleep was a miracle. Like, no, but straight up, something woke me up at four and was like, like I heard somebody like whisper like moon water. Because <laughs> I had water in my window. And so I had to go pull it in. Otherwise, like I woke up literally an hour before the sun was gonna rise. Mm. So, so that I was had creepy. To put mine like outside and I was paranoid about it all night that someone was gonna come by and take it because I knew if I left it out, the cat was gonna knock it off the window seal. And I was going to come back to like broken glass everywhere. So I had to put it outside my patio door. And I was like, someone's going to walk the fuck up and just take my bottle. 
<laughs> it was still there this morning. So that was oh, good. good. And I also woke up early to pull it in and then I went back to bed. Um, but stop. Hang on. Stop. But yeah, I don't get good sleep. I like wake up like intermittently throughout the night. That's why like sometimes I'll message you. Like it'll be like, I think it's like, I don't know. It's usually you'll have been up for a couple hours and it'll be like six or five a.m. my time and I'll have been sleeping for like two hours and I'll wake up and be like, oh, let me check the chat. Yeah. Hey, get, get out of my rocks, man. <laughs> she tries to play with them like a ball and they're not your toy. Nebula. <laughs> Gabby's face. Are you good? Gabby, are you okay, sweetheart? Just sent me. Stone just sent me these ugly ass shoes. I think they're <laughs> ugly. Send them to the. Oh, oh those are ugly. No, yeah, I don't no. like those. I'm getting That's these tomorrow morning. And I'm like, did you know you're not? <laughs> the hell you were. What are they going on your feet? I want to see how much they are, though. That's the question. They're probably freaking expensive. I was going to say, they're probably super expensive. Oh, they're like $120. That's not too bad, considering that he wanted like a $6,000 pair of shoes. And I'm like, you're an idiot. <laughs> Put on your feet to go on the ground? No. Yeah. That is like, I should be able TikTok to lick video? the bottom of that shoe. Right? <laughs> Have you guys seen the TikTok video where the girl and the guy, like the guy like told his girl he wanted to change shoes with her. So he put on her heels to go run to their car in the rain so he wouldn't ruin his like what sneakers. No. <laughs> I haven't that seen that one, but that's hilarious. I am my cousin. <laughs> okay, hold on. Sorry. My cousin takes a toothbrush to the bottom of her shoes every time she wears them because is anyone married or involved with a shoe person a shoe man no thank god oh ashes <laughs> <laughs> we need some details because mine has worn the same pair of shoes since high school same. well yeah. chris thinks that his because okay he plays basketball still like he just turned 32 the boy gets hurt every time he goes and plays basketball but we still live in the glory days here oh, so that makes um sense. He has to have basketball shoes, which are like $150, $200. And then he has to have regular shoes to wear out and about. And <laughs> your bitch is dramatic. <laughs> Put some tennis True. shoes on and go. I have to like force Chris to buy new shoes sometimes. I have to force Andrew to buy new shoes. Literally, he has worn yep. the sa- he has the same pair of shoes that he's had since high school. And he still wears them. Oh, oh, literally speaking of, I'll see if I can, Stone's boots are right there. I'll show you how nasty his boots are. He will wear them to (laughs) death. (laughs) But I'm the same way. I'm not a big shoe person, but it's not because I like, I just don't like things on my feet in general. So it's not that I don't like how shoes look like I like nice shoes. I just don't like shoes in general. I love shoes. I I love shoes. I only thing I spend money on is my leather boots. Like, cause they're like normally a hundred to like 150, but they like, la- Oh no, ma'am. No, That's no, ma'am. So <laughs> out. Oh no. no, no. Even I know better than that. <laughs> too, but he won't no. let them go. He's more oh, than no. like, it was like his comfort blanket. No, no, no. In nope. the pool. In the pool. We were cleaning idiot. the pool and he put, the shoes in the pool 
Now I feel like we need a blog post just for these photos. People can see what we're referring to because they're (laughs) no. (laughs) We're not being dramatic. They're really that bad. They're really that bad. (laughs) It's waiting for something to crawl out of them. (laughs) (laughs) Are we going to have a little friend on the episode? No, God. No. See, my brother is terrible about cowboy boots. Like he has like the ostrich skin one or whatever and then like alligator boots and like the boy will spend he sent me these boots the other day he goes this is what I want for my birthday they were $600 boots I was like you're out of your damn mind I am not spending $600 on you first my cowboy boots were the most are the most expensive shoes I own I have some brown and pink Justins and they were like 250 I have brown and teal ones see I I never brown and black ones I never had cowboy boots because I was a hunter jumper growing up. So I had tall boots or paddock boots. Mm-hmm. And then Chris, Chris and Chris and my first Christmas was a big rude awakening for him. Because okay. he bought me brand new tall boots and like a couple of horse things. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, but I'm kind of glad that I don't ride as much. Well, I don't ride at all anymore, but. This cat is looking at me like she's about to eat my soul. Is it time for her to have her zoomies? Yeah. Say, oh. <laughs> she's about to attack. So okay. Get your butt out of the camera. We, we ready want to, to do our talk of the week and then dive into our episode? Yes, yeah. we probably yeah. should get Just around had, to that. She had, yeah, let's do it what and who i mean what because you know fake characters <laughs> because it's a <laughs> who is your cock of the week um well i just finished reading a witch at a time by c rochelle so i'm gonna go with i have to pick one um yeah. i don't know pick I, two pick two but I, I would feel bad about everyone do two hours. oh i'm gonna do two <laughs> um i'll go with asa and Knox, both from a witch out of time Agreed. I love them. Mm-hmm. But I also love Tan. So Tan is so funny. <laughs> but if I have to pick two, it's Asa and Knox this week. I feel like oh, the yes. first harems don't count. I feel like you could just say the whole harem. Okay, the right? whole harem. And mm-hmm. then um, <laughs> I was reading a book last night. What was it? We'll just go with the, my harem for now. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember his name. I was reading it at like two in the morning. I couldn't sleep. Because so. we know how much oh, wow. Jess reads. Yeah, yes, I do read we a lot, do. Yes. <laughs> we need like. Oh, a- do you guys want to know what my, my reading count is right now? Oh, oh no! Yes, obviously. <laughs> Let me get my Goodreads pulled up. No, I I don't want to feel like a jerk for not reading <laughs> as much as Jess reads. I'm at one oh six. I'm at like twenty six. Let's see what mine is now. I hit thirty. I'm at 82. I'm at 50. But that doesn't count because I'm reading both Empire of Storms and... And I also count rereads in my count, so... So I... Because I I reread things a lot faster. I reread um, A Court of Silver Flames. No. Yes. A Court of Something. I I (laughs) reread I reread Crown of Gilded Bones... I reread From Blood and Ash and A Kingdom of Flesh and Fire this year. There was a couple of other ones. And then I listen to one Harry Potter book every night. So you're technically reading a ton more than what you're giving yourself credit for. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 
And I also don't count any of my beta reads. Really? Why not? Why not? I count mine. I also because you can add them to Goodreads if they're not on there. Can um, you? Mm-hmm. But I add my beta reads and I do arcs. Most of the arcs that I do are already on there, but if they're not, I add them on there. Um, mm-hmm. I've only done two beta reads this year. I had signed up for a third one, but just this whole move thing, it just, it wasn't happening. So I backed out. Um, I'm so bad about arcs or beta reads because I'm such an emotional reader. Thing. Me too. Yep. Because Me I'll reader. read it and be like, this is the best thing ever. And then I feel <laughs> like I'm giving everything five stars and it's like, but it really was that good. <laughs> it took me so long to pick up Witch at a Time because I just knew she was going to kill me. But don't She's you know, so like, I don't know if anyone else is like this. I always pot, like, I, like, try not to pick stuff up. Like, Akasif, Crown of Guild of Bones. Like, I was like, I don't want to read this. And then as soon as I read it, I'm like, why did I fucking wait this long? Like, you're yeah. a dumbass. Oh, I finished Akosef, um because it hit my Kindle at 9 p.m. Pacific time because my Kindle is still in Eastern time because my shipping address is my home in Kentucky or my address in Amazon is my home in Kentucky. Um, so like my Kindle is still hooked up to that address, not my current address here in Seattle. So it came to my Kindle at 9 p.m. and I stayed up and was reading and I I finally had to go to bed because like I couldn't keep my eyes open physically any longer. And then I woke up for an hour before work the next morning and finished it. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I can't do that. I'm too much of an old lady. Um, okay, back to talk of the week. Talk of the week. week. Just went. I'll go. Um, of course, which out of time harem. But I want Rowan so where the fuck is he? Is he <laughs> gotta read fuck? more. <laughs> I'm like I'm almost- so tempted to go find what chapter it is just so Lexi has somewhere to like a goal. If look I forward it, to it. everyone talk. Do you I know. It? Do you know Did you many- okay? Do you know how many times I was like I like would pull up my phone and Google when does Rowan appear in but you uh, couldn't hit the search button. Gabby has it marked. Slip. She's looking it up. Yep. Gabby Ash, got you. Ash, it, if we tell you, you won't be able to sleep. You'll be like, all right, crap. I got to get there. <laughs> I got to get to that point. And then from that point, you'll be like, okay, I can't put it down. Chapter 27. 27. Page two. Where are you at? Like 33. I'm on 25. Oh, well. <laughs> we better wrap this podcast. shit up so she can go read. I'm about to leave this podcast. You can do this on your own. Uh-huh. I gotta wait. You're the host. You can't leave. We'll all get kicked off. I'll just sit here. I'll mute myself and read and eat. <laughs> we'll get to see her facial expressions live as she's reading. It. Just... Yeah. All right. Who's next? Ash, go. I'll- I'll go. Um, my favorite. Um, I read um Ice Planet Barbarians book eight, and Roken was cutie. He was Aww. such a little sweetie baby, and I loved him. And then um, I'm gonna take a um page out of Lexi's book, and I'm gonna shout out Chris also. Oh, we okay. do have real spouses, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> not all fake. Men. All of us do. 
they're okay. they're real they exist and and we're kind of fond of them just, yes or ash is like they're okay they're okay <laughs> I always like to send him that thing that says uh, that TikTok. I think I sent it in one of the chats where the girl was like, I've been catfished because you're not a, a mafia man or you're not a, a fae prince. She's like, I've been catfished. That's what it's a long time. I'll just look at it. Yeah. I look over at my husband and he's it. playing video games, like eating Cheetos or something. And I'm like, <laughs> like mm-hmm. why can't you be a book man? But at the same time, I couldn't handle a book man. I'm too sensitive. Same. Right. But also, I'd like to believe that I could. So. I like to think right? that I could, but I know that I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to sit in my corner and read. <laughs> yes. Uh, who wants to go next, Gabby or Britt? I can, I go. can go next. Oh. Okay, you can <laughs> go. Okay, I can go. Okay, so I am also done with Witch Out of Time because I'm on the ARC team as well. Woot woot. Mm. Chaos and Cox represent. But, uh, so in that one, I actually will like focus on one of the three in the harem and that is Knox. I love him so much. And that book just really, wow. So good. See Rochelle is a big meanie butt. I know, but it's so, it's fine. It's fine. Read the damn book, people. Read Read the book, please. Ash. Ash. I I have it. It's waiting to come to my Kindle. Okay. I mean, considering that it's only been, it's not even out yet. I think you're doing much better than Gabby did with uh, Throne of Glass. So I'm proud of you. (laughs) (laughs) Call her out. No one can ever compare to Gabby and her Throne of Glass being on her bookshelves for like 10 years. Since it came out. (laughs) Pretty much. I think like she's there now. book was released. Yeah, Yeah. you're there now. Finally making it okay. All right. Who's your cock of the week, Gabby? I have two. Well, I have one um, more. Oh, oh one more. I'm so sorry. We got distracted it's okay. by Knox. It's okay. Cause Knox is distracting. And it's okay. Um, but my second is also taking a book out of Lexi's or a page out of Lexi's book. <laughs> oh, my brain is not a working. Book out of Lexi's page. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I have to give a shout out to Derek. Who's my real life spouse because yesterday was my birthday and he, I have like some family stuff going on and he really just made me feel very special. And he like totally reminded me of a book guy yesterday because he's like, I went a little overboard on your birthday gifts, but that's okay. Cause you're my queen. And I was like, oh, speaking oh, of, what was in the so box? Cute. Oh yeah. 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 What was in the so, box? what was in the box um I'm actually I'm a little sad about it um we have to get it replaced it came from the Ukraine um but it's an incense holder that is shaped like a mushroom oh that's how cool he gets you he does I'm like my little supportive he's definitely a closet witch oh 100 <laughs> he has his own altar set up over by his bed now I'm like oh yeah sir <laughs> excuse me yep um so so i'll start with my real life human to stealing lexi's thing Um, (laughs) i'm not gonna shout out mine sorry he's not here he's not there yet yeah he's not there yet i'll shout him out next week stone's not home so i can play this for him proof (laughs) y'all are my proof but stone love you babe I've been dealing with migraines and like shitty endometriosis shit all week and he's been taking care of me so I appreciate him. What a good man. No. Mm-hmm. And my my other human 
is Rowan. Yes. <laughs> no yes. one's going to compete with that for a very long nope. time. Nope. Told you, number stay. one. Number one. He'll be top five at least forever. I mean, dare I say almost better than Ray. If you say that name one more time, I am going to you. Lexi's going to just leave. We're going to see Lexi like this in a minute. Like, she's going to keep looking this way. Like, I'm not, I'm talking, I'm listening. I thought about opening my Kindle and just like. (laughs) We're doing like what we we normally do. Just put it up in front of the laptop and be like, oh no, what happened? (laughs) What What were we talking about? I'm not paying attention anymore. What? What? I don't know what's going on. All right. Let's go so Lexi can read. What are we talking about next? the fuck up. So June is Pride Month, so we are going to do a Pride episode today. Woohoo! I don't know where to go from there, but that's what we're going <laughs> to do. do. You were uh, talking about in the notes and notes who is a part of the Pride community, so we yes. might as well do that. So I'll go first, I guess. Um, I'm bisexual, um, and so I've been an ally for most of my life regardless but I recently with the help of my wonderful real life spouse Andrew discovered that I'm bisexual um and I know Britt had the same experience but we're both in straight passing relationships we're both in relationships with men um and they're just super supportive of us being bisexual and I'm going to tell a funny story about my husband real quick (laughs) um so if you guys have been listening to the podcast for any length of time, my husband is in the military and he is not here right now. Um, and when he goes out with his friends, instead of him looking at women for himself and like, oh, she's cute. He will look at them and then send me a text message saying, hey, this waitress is your type. <laughs> Which is I just the most adorable thing ever. <laughs> Insert TikTok by wife energy. Yes. Wife energy. <laughs> it's just the funniest thing to me. Oh my God, the cat just ran across the table. Um, <laughs> get your butt out of the camera. But it's just the funniest thing to me because it's like most guys, I don't want to say most guys, but a lot of guys, when they're like out with their guy friends, they would be thinking not about their spouse necessarily. And mm-hmm. my husband is like, oh, Jess would like that girl's whatever she would think she's cute or that's my wife's type and he like would tell everybody at the table that oh the waitress is totally my wife's type and it's just hilarious to me that he's so much more supportive than I ever was of myself but Mm -hmm. that he was just that supportive of me coming out basically yeah love it he's a cutie pie and just alluded that, yes, I am also bisexual. And Derek gave me permission to include that he is also bisexual. So yes, um, Derek. We, yes. yeah, so we kind of found each other randomly. And um, I had a really hard time, like, so, like admitting it and acknowledging it. And he's the reason that I was like, this is who I am. And I mean, I was in not um, relationships with women in high school and early college, but I was seeing women without telling my family um because I I mean that's just who I am and he is fully supportive and I'm fully supportive of him but we are like you said in a straight passing relationship and it's monogamous so it's always interesting whenever people try to invalidate that um yes so let's talk about that just real briefly because I have feelings on that (laughs) and I know Britt does too um oh 
but oh, it's just, yeah, I do. <laughs> my husband is my person. He would be my person if he had a penis or not. So him having a dick does not negate the fact that I am bisexual. It just happens to be that my human that was meant for me has a penis. So yep. exactly. <laughs> like I always hate the thing, like, you know, people will say, oh, well, you're in a straight relationship. So therefore you're not bisexual. It's just a phase. No, it's not. I still Fuck find you. women extremely attractive. If Derek and I broke up, I'd probably be with a w- woman. Like I'd be with He's Lexi. not leading me though. Screw like Chris. <laughs> all right Chris (laughs) but yeah no it's uh it's totally a thing it's not just a phase and it's nice being able to have a group of people who accept you who else wants to are you an ally or part of the community I'll go because I I don't I don't it's not that I don't want to say that I'm not a part of the community but I am an ally and I've never how do I put this? I would love to say I'm bisexual, but I know it's in there and it hasn't come out yet. But you I can just a- say you're not straight. That's well, totally valid. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. But Chris has a funny thing, and I've told you guys this story where Chris says we're soulmates, and regardless if he was a girl or a guy, we would be together because we were soulmates. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter what our makeup is. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. I love love that. that. (laughs) Go Chris. Go Chris. (laughs) I love when they're occasionally like super mushy cute and you're like, you did good. (laughs) (laughs) So I can go next. I have a little, I've been actually dreading this question. (laughs) Um, Don't dread it. So I actually came out as bisexual to Stone early this year. And it was really scary because growing up in a like Christian household, they like shame, I Mm. guess, and make you feel Mm -hmm. bad for your sexuality. But I've always been very like questioning of my sexuality. I almost like toyed with, I didn't really want to put a label on it because I toyed with the idea of like pansexual for a bit too. Um, And you don't have to put a label on it. No one you are who you are. There doesn't like labels help put language to your experience. They don't define your experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And your label, like quote unquote label can always change. It's not yeah. something that has to be stagnant. You don't have to feel forced to even give one. You can just like Jess said, say, you I'm say not, you're not straight, straight and that's okay. Yep. Or I'm kind of straight or I'm more straight than not straight. Like I'm questioning even like it's fuck, whatever. You say it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely attracted to women, but I never really had the chance of my upbringing. Um, mm-hmm. But Stone is definitely also my soulmate. So yeah. um, I love him no matter what. Yeah. But I definitely questioned my sexuality for a very long time. But yep. That's and I just want to call out that Lexi's man is just so good that he's bringing her Taco Bell. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <so> <laughs> <laughs> I'm jealous. I want Taco Bell now. I know I'm, I'm hungry. Hungry. I know I'm. Go- I'm gonna go get some dinner when we're done with this because I'm starving. <laughs> I actually might drive down the street. To- I mean, when I say down the street, like, not down the street. Okay. But <laughs> I told Chris, what did you just say? What? <laughs> I oh. told him that I told you guys the it doesn't matter our sex or whatever. Yeah. 
So basically, like, it doesn't matter what your body is now. Sorry, I got a chip in my mouth. <laughs> if I was a woman and we were supposed to be soulmates, then Lexi would have been gay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I love it. I'm here for it. Love that. You are one hundred percent. Why are you in the corner like a creep? <laughs> on camera. We don't. We don't actually post our faces. It's just our voices. You don't have to creep in the corner. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Bye. Bye. <laughs> He's like, why the fuck are they talking to me? <laughs> Ash, now that we're done so, talking about Taco Bell. I know. I'm just, I'm, all I can think now is, is I want a taco and a burrito. But anyways. Um, I'm sorry. I'm hungry. I know. I am too. I came straight from work home and I was like, oh God, I want to stop so bad and get a taco. But I was like, no, I'm going to go home. But anyways, um, I am... I will say I am an ally. Um, while I do, like, if there is an attractive woman, I'll be like, Chris, look at her. She's, she look good. You know, he's always laughing at me. And then I was talking to my mom today. I was telling her what we were going to talk about. And uh, she started laughing and she goes, well, what are you going to say? And I said, well, I said, I'm going to say I'm an ally. But I said, you know, if like Jennifer Aniston was like, hey, I want you, I'd be like, okay, where do you want me? What do you want me to do? Like, you got it. <laughs> you say jump how high girl let's go I was like you know like it depends on the person you know it's like you know sometimes you just have to take that you have to take your shot I think I think the one thing that bugs me is like putting a label on it I feel like it crushes your sexuality sometimes yeah Mm -hmm. that's the thing that was so scary for this question for me because I was like what do I say? Like I'm a, <laughs> and I'm I'm totally fine saying this. Like I'm a very sexual person. I don't honestly, I'm not and I don't know if it's a if this is bad to say that I don't care who you are. If I'm attracted to you, then I'm attracted to you. Yeah. 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 I think that's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I and agree. you don't have I to put a label. That. Um like I said, labels are language to help you describe your experience. They're not all encompassing. So mm-hmm. I highly doubt that myself, Britt, or Gabby are even fully fit the definition, quote unquote, of bisexual, because it's not one size fits all. It's unique for every person. I think mm-hmm. it's a scale too. Like you were saying, like more straight than not. Yeah. Like- it's more a spectrum than individual little bubbles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, what- whatever you want to say, however you want to describe it, mm-hmm. whoever you want to a lot of it. And a lot of it can be hard too. Like my family still doesn't really like, I'll make like jokes, but they're not jokes. Cause that's the only way I can like tell them that this is, this is reality because they're, I mean, I grew up Catholic. I had a similar experience to you, Gabby, where it's like, that's not a, that wasn't okay. And a lot mm-hmm. of my family is still very like weird about it. Um, and they try to be more welcoming and accepting of like the the um like same-sex couples and the lgbtq community but then they'll make really crass comments Mm -hmm. and i you know and it's like i have to try to correct them but it doesn't necessarily matter so yeah Yeah. and i'll speak a little bit more to that as well because i've come out as bisexual recently my sister has been out for a long time as asexual um so and that's been hard I think harder for my for our family to grasp than me being bisexual was her being ace Mm -hmm. Um, because it's not like 
it's a, a fairly new word to describe mm-hmm. what people have been feeling for a long time. And it's, I don't want to speak to her experience, but we are twins and we talk about a lot. Um, but she's had, I think, a little bit more difficulty with coming out and being accepted than I have. Um, and I don't know if that's because she came out first or whatever, but it's, it's an experience and it's personal and people are people, no matter what the label they have on them. And yeah, why can't mm-hmm. we all just love each other? So I, I think for real. Then. I had an opposite because I did grow up Catholic, mostly on my dad's side, but my mom was in an area where she was such a man hater, like through their divorce that she wanted me to be gay. She's like, I don't want you to be with men. Like men suck. I don't want you. I want you to be a lesbian. And that was so weird for me as a kid mm-hmm. because it's, yeah. it's different. Everyone's so forced. Like even my dad, I love him to death, but he doesn't understand that Chris and I don't want, want children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the same thing, Andrew and I don't want children. I don't think, other than Ash, I don't think any of us on here. No, Gabby wants children. Gabby wants Gabby children. Wants That's baby. right. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't want children either. I don't think Britt wants kids. Um, nope. Gabby wants kids. Ash, you have one, correct? Have one, one crotch one. goblin. One crotch <laughs> goblin. goblin. Yeah. Yeah, no more goblins in my no house. More goblins. No more goblins. Would you ever, can we talk really briefly like adoption? Would any of you ever want to adopt or is it just mm-hmm. the like idea of children? I don't, I, I've said this before and I will be a hundred percent honest. Like right now in my financial situation, I do not want children. I don't mm-hmm. understand how my mom is so eager for me to give her a grandchild when I am still a child myself. I'm, 30, uh, I'm 31. Mm. I'm, 30, I'm 31. I forget how old I am. <laughs> I do that too. I feel that though. But I don't feel mature enough. I don't feel financially mm-hmm. stable enough to have a kid. I don't think I ever will. But there is always that thought like, what if I was a billionaire? What if I was a bored dog mom mm-hmm. at home? I would probably open up my house to some children. Like mm-hmm. if I was financially able to, I would help any way I can. But right now, I think yeah. I agree with that when like right now the answer is just no flat out but I think maybe a little down the road I'd be open not necessarily even to adopting but just like fostering. I don't want to say just but fostering especially older kids because mm-hmm. yeah. babies and toddlers and young kids are the ones who get adopted older mm-hmm. kids yeah. don't really have a shot mm-hmm. and I don't like babies. <laughs> so there was a moment where I was a horse, I was a um, horseback riding instructor and I had a young girl. She was, I think, I think she was in eighth grade. There was a moment where she was going to live with us because her oh, grand wow. her grandparents had full custody, but they were moving to North Carolina. Her mom was, um, in the picture but not able to support her and there was a Mm. moment where Chris and I were like do you think she could stay with us for a couple of months while you guys got settled like there's situations like that but Mm -hmm. I just I don't have that motherly like I don't I don't want it and I I, know that too it, it depends on your situation like like you said you get thrown into things like that and you get it kind of comes out it surprises you because I always said I didn't want kids and for some reason, I don't know what it was because Chris knew, like he, Chris want, wanted like four kids, 
but he knew going into, I know that's what I said, but he knew, <laughs> uh, just made a face like, ugh, and that's what I said too. <laughs> uh, but, um, I was like, you know, I was like, I don't know if I want kids. I was like, you know, it's a lot of responsibility. Like, you know, we had been married for a couple of years and everything. And then one night something spoke to me and I don't know what, but something said, okay, it's time. And I was like, okay. And I was okay with it, you know, but Mm -hmm. the other thing going to the fostering and adopting thing, I've been dreaming of the little boy since I was 17. And I've told Chris, I said, one day this little boy is going to come into our lives and I'm going to look at you and I'm going to tell you that this is ours. you, bitch. (laughs) And and he fully believes that because I I have dreams. I had a dream. uh, What was it? Gosh, I think it might have been earlier this year. year. You're giving Brit goosebumps. (laughs) I know. But I mean, you know, it had like I've been since I was 17, I've had dreams of him and I know he's coming. Like I've told Chris this over and over again. I said, I don't know where he's coming. I don't know how he's going to get to us, but I said, you'll know when we get him. And I said, um, a couple of, uh, probably last year, I think now I had a dream and I saw his face Mm. and Chris was like, how do you know it was his face? Have you met the bone carver? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) You know, I meet a lot of people. (laughs) <laughs> I've met a lot of weird people recently too so it's possible so, but yeah so my whole family knows about that so that's always been our kind of backup is you know we have the one biological kid but we will probably eventually have another one yeah no Chris and I took care of it like he got a vasectomy I have my IUD for endo reasons but before mm-hmm. that Chris got the vasectomy knowing we didn't want kids and knowing I had such a hard time with birth control, but now I have the IOD because that was what five or six years ago that he got the vasectomy. Mm-hmm. Way easier for him to get a vasectomy than for us to get birth. About it. Andrew's going to get a vasectomy um, when we move to Maine. It's just this is on, here on he was to do it too. He was deploying every two weeks or so, <laughs> so it, there was never any real time for him to be able to recover from it effectively because he was going out. Right on the yeah. ocean a lot mm-hmm. um yeah, but when sense. we're in maine he'll be on a land base um so he's gonna get it when we go to maine wow so and it's so easy too it's like 45 minutes and like tiny snip snip three stitches and then they sit, on a do- they sit on a donut for two days if that yeah. yeah i know gabby wants to talk but let me just quickly tell my vasectomy story because i yes. this on <laughs> I talked about this on our Scarlet podcast, but it didn't make the podcast cut. So tell us the story. <laughs> it was so funny. I'm sorry. Okay. So <laughs> you all know how Florida is, right? There is a strip club every five miles and there's a church every two miles. There is also, there is also <laughs> a vasectomy doctor poster every 10 miles on I-95. Chris, there was a moment where he was between police departments, so he didn't have a job. He went to the county and he was like, hey, I'm unemployed. I would like to get a vasectomy. He got it for free. It was the guy on the billboard. So when you go, you have to do all of your like, okay, blah, blah, blah. Here's my paperwork. You have to wait two weeks and then you are able to go to your appointment. And I was there to drive him. So I'm sitting in the waiting room. And the little little nurse lady comes out and calls his name. I was like, okay, love you. Bye. And he starts walking away. And the nurse is like, oh, no, no, no. Come on. 
<laughs> so oh, I was God. in a room with Chris when he got it done. And oh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I am so sorry for telling this part of the story. There he is. Um, <laughs> so he lays down and he's like, can I watch YouTube and listen to whatever? Because he wanted to distract himself. He's like a very, he's big on distractions. Mm -hmm. he's like yeah yeah yeah. she's like take your pants off take your underwear off lay on the table so he's laying there like winnie the pooh style <laughs> and the nurse is just chatting with me the whole time while she takes a rubber band and ties it around his wiener and then clips it to his shirt to keep it out of the way <laughs> i'm not oh done yet girl i'm not done yet better. Wait, hang oh on. God. <laughs> okay, yeah. So the billboard that I have seen every time I leave the state of Florida, that doctor walks into the room. I was like, oh, oh it's the creepy guy from the billboard. <laughs> and I'm waiting for them to like draw a curtain, like say, okay, thanks for the support. You can go wait in the waiting room. I stayed in that room while he got the vasectomy. And the doctor was trying to pawn off two dogs on me because I was talking about how my mom has a dog rescue. So the doctor is just sitting there doing his shit, talking to me the whole time. Whole time. What did Chris think about oh. that after he was done? The embarrassment. He was just he was just like, well, there it is. Like we passed that. God, everyone. Yeah. And then went on his way and got a pat on the butt and went home. And he I just can't get for a couple of days. I can't get over Winnie the Pooh style. <laughs> I got stuck with the rubber band. <laughs> the rubber band is like, that's going to be seared just... in my head now. Yeah. I'm going to have to go like try it out on Derek just so I can like see the mechanics. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Dang. My cheeks hurt. Oh god, I'm crying. No. So, <laughs> better not get cut out this uh, time. Do they um, like I wonder if they have just like a jar of rubber bands? Yeah, probably. Take it home with you, bud. <laughs> you should have taken it home with you. Seriously though. That would have been have this. so funny. Oh gosh. Okay, um, there's there's my uh, birth control story. All right. There you go. Keep on track because it's getting late for Lexi and she no, wants to go okay. read. Gabby, go uh, tell your story. I was yeah, gonna Gabby. finish off with saying y'all know my story with like endometriosis and stuff, but um my doctor was basically telling me that the chances of us getting pregnant were low considering my blood work that I had done. And so we've like discussed the idea of adoption. And that was like really hard for me because I was like, and Stone wants an army of children. Like that's what he told me. He was like, I want a little army. Stone better learn like, how to clone himself. I know. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna use your 3D printer over there. <laughs> Copy and paste. Um, but yeah. So my little point of this was, I was talking to my dad, and I was like, Dad, I'm like sad, but like scared and. I feel like people put this like prize on reproducing with biological children. And he was like, I'm going to tell you this. It doesn't matter if the children are biologically yours or not. Them's your babies. Yep. They're mm -hmm. your babies. 
and I will love them the same. You will love them the same. Everyone will love them the same. And I was like, so true. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> Cue the ugly tears. <laughs> yeah, we okay. love such a good dad. Yeah, we you love him. Oh, he's so sweet. Love you, dad. Shout out. You're not going to listen to this, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think your dad refuses to listen to this. Yeah, because your dad's I say girlfriend the word can cock. listen to it and play this part only. <laughs> True, right? <laughs> Just, uh, cut the word. Cut the word cock out. <laughs> okay. All right. What are we doing next? <laughs> next, um, we're, it's time for our very first legal lesson with Britt. She's going to put on her lawyer hat and walk us through um, the legal significance of today, which and when this is airing is June 26th. So she's going to walk us through the legal significance of today in Pride context. Yes. Woo. I love this. Like I love being able to share law stuff because I went to law school for two and a half years and it was miserable. So you can all be miserable with me. (laughs) No, (laughs) no, this was actually one of my favorite cases in all of law school to go through. I actually am going to buy a pillow that has a quote of it. Um, So the case that I'm talking about is Obergefell v. Hodges. And it was issued in on June 26, 2015, by the Supreme Court of the United States. And it was when the uh, Supreme Court justices in a five to four decision decided that uh, same-sex marriage was a constitutional right and could not be uh, banned by any state in the United States or territory. So getting there though was a really long battle. Um, I actually didn't realize this until I was doing my research and going back on everything that that led up to the Obergefell decision But um, the battle for legalizing same-sex marriage actually began in 1970. And uh, there was a lot of legal conflict between state courts and state legislators to kind of like state courts wanted, state Supreme Court specifically were okay with same-sex marriages and tried to permit them. But uh, legislators would then pass laws and amendments in state constitutions to ban it. And even in California, there was a law at one point passed where they had allowed some state, uh, same-sex marriage for domestic partnership type um, rights. But then the legislator went through and said no and banned the all, like they invalidated all these marriages that have been domestic relationship type marriages. And that kind of is what spiraled and caused people to really start protesting and fighting against the government to like make this change. Um, And uh, then in 2003, Massachusetts became the first state to legalize gay marriage. And from there, uh, so that ended up being in their constitution, I believe, or no, sorry, it wasn't in their constitution, it was just a state law. And from there, it kind of just rolled down the hill and state after state after state started allowing it. And it started putting pressure on uh, the Supreme Court, which is then what eventually led to Obergefell. And so June 26, 2020, 2021 is, and every June 26 from here on forward, from 2015 forward, is Obergefell Day. Um, and it was just a really beautiful moment. I actually remember when this decision came down, I was still in high school, and I got the notification, and I was just like, this is an amazing day. And yeah. And then to add on top of that, so Nevada had its, so I'm from Nevada. I went to law school in Nevada. I'm from Nevada. I'm going to be a lawyer in Nevada for at least a little bit. Um, it was a really proud moment again in 2020 
we amended our constitution to allow gay marriage protections on a state level as well as a federal level. Go and we're the first. Woo-woo. So woo-woo. That is Obergefell Day. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're gonna get into probably what most of you are listening to us for books. <laughs> no, you don't like Been a while. <laughs> you don't like all of our chaos and our I random know. talks. So we're gonna get into pride in the book sphere. Um, but first, we're gonna. I'm calling it the contemporary conundrum because I like mm. alliteration in my life. Um, most of us here mainly read fantasy, and mm-hmm. most. LGBTQ books that are published traditionally or even indie tend to lean more towards the contemporary genre. So getting that kind of diversity in fantasy is unfortunately a fairly new development, Um, but not to fear, we still have recommendations for you. So yes, we do. (laughs) I'm going to go through a couple and then um, the other girls are also going to go through some and we'll figure out some way to get this list published and posted somewhere. Stay tuned. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you have not read Samantha Shannon, um, you're missing out, first of all. Second of all, she has the most amazing rep that I've ever, not ever seen, but one of the more substantial reps that are just phenomenally done. Um, If you're looking for... It's a standalone, but it's about 800 pages. It's not a standalone. It's going to be a series later on, um, but it's about 800 pages, Priory of the Orange Tree. Uh, it's actually my husband's favorite book ever, <laughs> which is fun. Um, her other series, The Bone Season, it also has really nice rep. Um, so check that out. Samantha Shannon. She's British, I believe, but she you can find her on Amazon. Um, all of her books are on Amazon as well. Uh, another one that I'm going to hype up is the Sea Fire Trilogy by Natalie Parker. Um, if you like pirates, amazing. And the diversity, not even just on a sexuality rep, is just like all across the board is phenomenal. Um, Tarnished Empire, Danielle Jensen It's a prequel novel. It's not a novella. It's a full-length novel, um, but it focuses, it's part of the Dark Shores series. It focuses more on the Legionnaires, and it's got a really strong MM relationship that's not just a tokenized side character type thing. It's like, it's really well done. Anyways, hang on. My cat's butt is in the way of the screen. Um, (laughs) And then I'm also going to hype up a book that is not out yet, but will be coming out. um, A Song of Sorrow from Scarlet. Because that is going to be a retelling of Apollo and Hyacinth. I'm probably saying Hyacinth wrong. Just bear with me. You know what I mean. (laughs) Um, So that one's coming out um, next, sometime next year-ish tentatively do not quote me on this she hasn't even started writing it yet give her a second um but I'm really excited for that one because Scarlett does her rep is not explicit however it's really naturally just well done so Mm -hmm. if you've ever watched Scarlett's lives she talks about 
Hermes is pansexual and Hecate is asexual. Mm-hmm. It's not ever explicitly called out in the books, mm-hmm. but it's there. And if mm-hmm. you read them and you know that that's not that that's what they are, but if you know anything about it, you'll be like, yep, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like, I like when rep is called out explicitly, but I also like when it's just not mentioned at all, but you can tell that it's there. I think mm-hmm. that makes it feel really nice. Um, and then my last recommendation for me before I take up all the ones on the list is These Feathered <laughs> Flames by Alex Overy. Um, it's a retelling of the Russian firebird folklore. And it's such an amazing book. And there's bears that you can ride in this <laughs> book. So I got an arc of it and it's just so good. So if you like folklore retellings, you should go check that one out too. Oh, I'm gonna have to add that one. Mm-hmm. It's I, really like there's bears. <laughs> I think we just got that one. I can't remember. Like we have so many of these books and like, I'm still it's working. It's got a really them, pretty like, red and gold cover with like firebird wings on it. It's really, I think really I have it. Okay. Yeah. I think we got one of the special editions of that one. I think. Yeah. I mean, obviously there's other shit in it. That's really, really good, but you know how I am with animals. Bears. To keep giving recommendations. I will do, um, I'll do the C Rochelle recommendations because okay. Wings of Darkness and Light was actually my first MM reverse, like reverse harem with MM. And she does such okay. a good job. And Ash read this. And I am pretty sure, Ash, do you think Gage is bisexual? Like, I feel like he's there, but he's not. He's closeted right now. Oh, yeah. I feel like he's, he, he, he was ready at he the end. Ready. He was like, he was like, okay, yeah, why not? Yeah. Cause he, he was ready to go. I feel like Gage was raised very much, I don't know how to say this, Catholic, but in the demon world in a way. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he was okay. religiously demonology-ish relate raised and so it was very Catholic, strict but demon, yeah. is, it, I think that fits <laughs> <laughs> but um Kay and Oz have that relationship and Wing of Darkness and Light and then um sorry Ash spoiler alert um the Yaga's Riders series we have and asa or ace i always she loves giving people two names and i have such a hard time remembering everybody's names in these books but when she does her when she does her bisexual or mm scenes they are so well done because you can Mm -hmm. there's actually a relationship built around it it's not just smut like there's feeling Mm -hmm. you love these Mm -hmm. characters you love their relationship and you love their growth Mm -hmm. and i think that was my favorite thing about um the rise of the witch series like asa and tan go through stuff and there's mm-hmm. questioning themselves and i can't wait for the third book because i feel my like little babies i know they're <laughs> so freaking adorable and i love them they're learning so much like they're learning and it's beautiful and i love it and i'm here for it it's so well done too like it is. I love it. I think mm-hmm. I like in reverse harems, especially when if there's gonna be an MM relationship, it's already established before the reverse harem yeah. starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It there's just something about it. It just feels more dynamic, I guess. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I had, I wish I prepared for this a little bit better, but there is a TikToker when she talks about reverse harems and MM and like sword crossing and all that stuff. And she's like, I wish more people understood that this is a thing and that it's mm-hmm. out there and it's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought that yeah. the wings of um, darkness and light, I thought that was really well done. I wasn't, because y'all had told me a little bit how it was going to be done. And I was trying to think, I don't think I've read a reverse harem that had an MM relationship, but I loved how it was done. Like it was, it was so cute, but it was also very, um, very emotional. Like you, there was a lot of feeling there, but there's a lot of fun there too. And I just, I thought she did that really, really well. And I feel like that's probably a hard thing to write. And I feel like she did it really, really well. See, Rochelle is really good about the emotional development of relationships. Mm -hmm. Not instead of physical development, but on top of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't want to, don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure um, Rise of the Witch got LGBTQT rated on amazon as one of the top oh i think it was let me go look i let me look but i (laughs) think so yeah i'm pretty sure she got um a pretty high up rating for that which is great because tan and ace's relationship is just like it made me like weepy at some Mm -hmm. point Mm -hmm. because it's just like oh yeah y'all are freaking cute (laughs) when they when they got into their little when they got into their relationship like arguments i was just like no 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 please no like <laughs> why are you guys being so i love you like i you're know being, you're being stupid right now clearly you love head out of your booty yes right mm-hmm. but i also want pause on the recommendations speaking of us saying that we think that the mm relationship is cute let's talk about that tiktok that uh, gross because Bear with me. The fetishization of gay men is disgusting. Abhorrent. Yeah, that's a good mm-hmm. I, abhorrent. That's a good I word. Like that word. And I think a lot of it stems in internalized homophobia. Yep. Mm-hmm. I am a bisexual woman. I read reverse harems, but I also mm-hmm. read. Okay, so MM sounds good. FF does not sound good coming off the tongue. Female and female romances. Sapphic. <laughs> Sapphic. Thank you. I was trying to think of the actual word for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sapphic. And yes, I like them, but again, they're mostly in contemporary. There's not a lot of them in the fantasy realm, which is what mm-hmm. I read. And it's not that I don't like reading sapphic books because when I can find a sapphic fantasy, bring it the fuck on. But mm-hmm. I don't read contemporary and I've never really read contemporary. It's just not my jam. Um, Mm -hmm. But I feel like it can be really easy to slide into that because reverse harems are becoming more popular Mm -hmm. and thus MM scenes are becoming more popular as well. But I know Britt, you had a lot of strong feelings about this. So I'm going to shut up for a second and try to find (laughs) Don't tell yourself to shut up. Um, (laughs) No, I, yeah, I was very upset when I saw that TikTok. Um, And it's just, so for those of you who don't know, because the the person who um, posted it, and I'm not going to give them any, like, 
Yeah. Rise of the Witch is number one in LGBTQ anthologies and collections. See, Rochelle. Oh, awesome. Woo-woo. Okay, continue. I love that Sorry. for her. Before I oh, forget. Oh, you're good. All good. Um, so I'm not going to give, I'm not going to like give the name of the person who did it. I don't think that they deserve any like recognition. They shouldn't be like, don't search them. It, no, like they said something, some stuff that was completely inappropriate, disgusting, and just like totally homophobic. And I don't know if they necessarily meant it to come across that way, but it just, it was just so bad. So basically this creator on TikTok, um, was reading One Last Stop, which is a sapphic novel, and stated that she didn't like it because of the lesbian couple, but that she loved Red, Red, White, and Royal Blue because of how cute the gay couple was. And it was very much, like Jess said, um, fetishizing gay MM relationships in books. And uh, it's... It's so hard to to really talk about it because it's just like, as as somebody who is bisexual as well, it's like, you know, me liking to read about lesbian relationships in books is not something that should be found disgusting. And the way that she talked about it made it sound like it's something that should be found disgusting. Um, And I think just not having, like not having that representation, like a lot of the books right now that are mainstream are fantasy and do tend to have the MM relationships, which is fine. I just hope that authors will start to open up more. I mean, there are some books coming out and I love seeing the TikTok recommendations for like Malice because that's a sapphic fantasy type. Uh, I think it's- Priory of the Orange Tree is also sapphic. Sapphic. Um, It's got Mm -hmm. other relationships as well. It's got a gay couple too, but the main- relationship line is sapphic and it's phenomenal and malice i I think it is a beauty and the beast retelling but it's either beauty and the beast or sleeping beauty one or the other something with beauty in it (laughs) yeah (laughs) so i i really want to read that one um there's a couple others that are coming out and we'll make a list of them but i really hope that authors will start to include that more in, in fantasy reads just because i think that the more it's uh normalized as it should be the better it'll be overall for the community so that stupid videos like that don't happen anymore (laughs) yes i also love that ash and gabby are both braiding their hair right now while we're talking (laughs) adhd if my hair is touching my face when i'm having like a thing it like drives me nuts so i have to get it out of my face (laughs) well my hair is messy and it was driving me crazy and i want to wash it but I, i i keep touching it and it's gross the hair washing days are saturday can we touch on people forcing authors to include yes i don't like i don't like forcing like it go ahead (laughs) um i just wanted to can i do something really quickly before because it's and i just want to say i read a beta that for a book that's going to be coming out at some point and um I'm really, really, really excited for this book to come out because they had um, asexual representation in there and um, sapphic representation. It's going to be a sapphic novel. But just the way that she did this relationship was so fantastic. And I think that fantasy needs more of this. And I'm so excited for it to come out. And I I just want it so bad. I want it so bad. (laughs) It's going to be a trilogy. So 
Ooh. But when it Might gets closer name. to, we'll have to advertise it a little bit more. Yeah. Yep. Because I just, with everything we're talking about, I just think about more and Akatar. Uh-huh. Like everyone, there was a big uproar about more being a, a gay side character. Yeah. And it was frustrating because they think that Sarah J. Moss being in the position that she's in should make her MC a person of color and gay or either or. And a lot of bookstagrammers got bullied for reading Akasif and supporting mm-hmm. Sarah J. Moss. Mm-hmm. So on I mean, that, I just want to jump in that it's not that we should be forcing white straight cisgender authors to be including diversity in their books we should be promoting more diverse authors Mm -hmm. and yeah they should be the white cisgender straight authors should be including natural diversity in their books but forcing them to forcing them quote unquote to write things that they don't have personal experience in is going to end up doing more harm than good I think um, and again, I, this is not my place to have this conversation because I'm not a person of color, but I am bisexual. And if you guys read um, books by bisexual authors, you can tell because mm-hmm. the experience is written differently. Yeah, yeah. And so I think it's important. I don't like the term own voices for a whole other reason that I could get into a whole podcast about, but Authors write about their own experiences for a reason because right. that's what they relate to. So yeah. instead of trying to, and I don't like the word force either. Instead of trying to like strong arm white cisgender straight authors into writing all this extra diverse, not extra, all of this, not unnatural either. My words are not working today. Damn it. <laughs> all this well, diversity that they don't have personal experience with. is potent because when diversity goes wrong shit's gonna it harms the community it does Mm -hmm. because harmful rep is worse than no rep in my opinion but I also I get concerned like when authors like bigger authors like stick within their same tiny little bubbles of like experience and don't try to understand more that's where I think more problems come in because I had issues with the way that more was done a little bit because it it felt it's for her I don't know I it didn't feel genuine to Moore's character right but at the same time I know people personally who love the way Moore was written and relate to that and to relate to how she came out and how she's been written so at the you're never going to be able to please everyone but that doesn't mean you shouldn't try to expand your own experiences because authors write their own experiences that right. doesn't mean you shouldn't try to expand your own experiences. Right. See, I, I have a couple feelings on this. I think first off, like I don't want authors to be writing representation and diversity into their novels if it's something that they're doing just to please the masses. I want them to do it because they want to do it and it feels natural. So and uh, it fits the, force, the story. Yeah. And like right. so the force or like strong strong arm thing is irritating to me. But I think the main thing, if we're going to talk about more, I think the main thing that was frustrating with me on the way that more was written was that I wish that this storyline would have been, I feel like, maybe a little bit more thought out. The fact that she mm-hmm. came out in the novella, the small book, 
Well, and she was, was kind like, of forced out, and I—that's where I was like, "What the was, frick are you doing?" She was forced and, out, and um, was she forced? Wings out? and ruin. Yeah. Oh yeah, at the very yeah. end, and it's like out focused on mm-hmm. more in the novella. But I just kind of like, I wanted it to be more natural than it was, mm-hmm. and no like, one wants to be forced out of this position because society mm-hmm. puts such like boxes around people and it's it's difficult and I want I the main thing with characters is that I want to relate to them and I read books that the main characters like speak to my soul and Mm -hmm. and yeah (laughs) that's what I'll say on that I think though like Gabby and us Gabby and me being new authors we haven't published we're not even close to being done with our books yet but it is interesting to see how things happen or how things are perceived and I feel like the new community can make sure to make change Mm -hmm. and I think like if touching a little bit on that I just want to keep this really really short um I'm obviously white but I'm mixed so I'm half Hawaiian and uh, my dad's like super mixed so I'm just gonna say I'm a mutt because (laughs) Filipino Chinese all this other stuff (laughs) um but I'm a mutt I look more white but my dad's experiences have been completely different from my own like when Mm -hmm. when everything was happening in 2020 he was like calling me and saying like I'm I was so thankful that you looked like your mom and you didn't look like me because your experiences would have been closer to what I have gone through in life versus what you're going through now because of your you looking like your mom and that hurt me because I was like privilege smacked Mm -hmm. me in the face the privilege Mm -hmm. And, and so when it comes to writing I want to be able to accurately write and represent and have that diversity but it's really hard for me because um I'm a people pleaser and I'm always thinking about what other people are gonna think and I'm like they're gonna look at me this my author photo on the back of this book and be like this bitch because yeah. <laughs> she thinks she is <laughs> like but if you I got to know me like you know. no auth- and I don't want to say no author ever does this but I think the general vast majority of authors don't go into writing a book saying I'm gonna have this harmful rep right and put it in there it's more just ignorance in their own experience. Yeah. Um, we all have internalized biases. We all have implicit biases. It's just a fact of life. It's yep. do you, are you self-aware enough to know them and actively work to overcome them? Absolutely. And I agree, Gabby, like one, if people say that to you, I'm going to come out swinging, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> right. And like, Let's go. <laughs> but it's also authors are very, in the public eye and you don't know them personally like yeah if they don't tell you things you're not going to know them personally so it's really hard I think to I don't want to talk about cancel culture because I just don't but it's hard to judge quote unquote you can't see my finger quotes that I'm giving on audio (laughs) quote unquote judge people when you don't know who they are in real life like yeah if yeah. some random person who's never listened to our podcast goes and reads Gabby or Lexi's books and they look right. on the back and be like this bitch like 
<laughs> they don't know you. We know yeah, you right. and I'm going to go fight somebody, but they don't mm-hmm. know you. And that's yeah. just. Well, and also the, the other issue that happens with like cancel. I don't want to get into cancel culture either because that's a whole <laughs> mess, but it's just like, it does. It's taken like on a new and like toxic life form in a way, because, you know, you'll see all these things about like people saying, okay, don't read this book because this author did this. And it's like, well, I need to see where first before I make a decision. And I don't think enough people do that anymore. I like to form my own opinions. I've always been like that. If I hear something, I'm like, okay, let me read it myself with that in mind and form my own opinion. I've never blindly followed anybody, even if they're right and they turn out to be right. I'm like, yeah, cool. Sounds good. I agree with you, but I'm not just gonna, I feel like I'm yelling. I'm not just gonna like blindly (laughs) just be like, yeah, fuck, fuck them. I'm not going to read them anymore. Fuck them. Like that's, you know, and I think that's where a lot of the issues I have a brain, Mm -hmm. right? Let me use it. I was going (laughs) to say, I'm making my own opinions of Chad right now. And it's weird because everyone's (laughs) against me. (laughs) Exactly. Like Gabby and I like Chad and nobody else on this podcast does. (laughs) But I know this is totally like the opposite direction of it. But just because you guys like Chad doesn't mean we're not going to talk to you anymore. Exactly. Right. But here's the thing. I I still love you guys. I've been in toxic relationships my whole life. So like now being an adult and entering into real cool friendships with all of you, I'm like, I'm going to say I like Chad and they're going to hate me. (laughs) No. (laughs) I I do not hate. I do. I I, know. No. I'm never going to like. For as much alike as we are, we're all so different too. Mm-hmm. Like, and so we're, we're not gonna like the same things, and that's cool. But we're like, like yeah, we're all the same and all personality time. We're different mm-hmm. fonts of the same person. True, yeah. <laughs> I like it. That, that should be like Bold. our like heading on the podcast. We're, we're all yep. different fonts. <laughs> but I mean, it's like what you like don't like what you don't like, but don't tell me what to like, because we don't have the same personal experiences, the same brain. We're not the same font. Fuck off. Unless it's racist or homophobic. That's different. (laughs) If it's like super problematic, like (laughs) tell me, but again, I'm going to read it with that in mind and form my own opinion. Right. Just because someone tells me this is racist. I'm going to listen to that, especially if it's coming from a person who's actually affected by that, because it's not my place to say, especially regarding racism, because I'm I don't know if you've noticed, I'm pale as fuck. I'm, I'm the color like, of Elmer's blue. So. Yes. so I have no place to speak on that. But at the same time, I'm going to listen to those voices of the people who are affected. But at the end of the day, I owe it right. to myself to do my own research and form my own opinion for my own personal belief system of I'm going to form my own opinions and use my own damn brain. Mm-hmm. Right. That's not saying I'm going to be like, no, they're not racist. I'm not, I'm never going to say someone's no, they're not racist. If someone who's actually affected says they're being racist, like, right. yeah, they're probably being racist, but I'm not just going to blindly be like, yep, I agree with you without reading the material that you're talking about so that yeah. I can have an intelligent conversation with you. Absolutely. I mean, I think it's so important to do your own research. Like you can't, we've said mm-hmm don't just blindly follow, I don't know if but... you noticed but the internet lies sometimes right a lot it's yeah. like that commercial like um the 
the where they meet on the internet the french guy with the fanny pack oh yeah knows what I'm talking about someone knows what I'm talking about (laughs) I do (laughs) like that commercial like the internet lies to you it tells the truth a lot of the time but not all the time so you owe it to yourself to do your own research and even if you end up agreeing with what someone has said now you know for sure based on your research and you can feel more educated on the topic and able to speak intelligently on it rather than saying yeah so-and-so said this and I'm just gonna repeat what they said right well, like, and it makes you a better ally when you can yeah. actually like say like, this is why it's problematic. And then it also helps like, I feel like, well, I can't, again, I can't speak for it, but it's like <sighs> white privilege is a true thing. And it's like, if you're not using it to help somebody, then you're doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. And I feel like by becoming educated on the topic and being able to have that conversation and use your platform to get the word out there, then that's important. And mm-hmm. um, by reading it, that's how you can do that. Yep. All right. And also, just because you read something doesn't mean you're supporting that author. There's this thing right. called libraries. Well, people still love Harry Potter and yeah. don't pirate rolling books, is a no-go. Though. If you don't want to support the author, there are options other than pirating books. Don't I... fucking pirate books on the top. Use a library. Rant over ish. I have separated JK from the world of Harry yeah. Potter because yeah. That's what most of the community has done. And like, yeah, I don't know. I know it's hard for some people to separate it. And I get that. Um, I get that it's difficult. But at the same time, if that's something that brings you comfort, again, that's personal. And so like I, I listen to Harry Potter every night, but it's not because I support JK. It's just because I grew up with those books. And I have yeah. been in Instagram groups where they're like, you can't post Harry Potter stuff. I'm like, okay, then I won't put, post Harry Potter stuff. But there are still people out there that Harry Potter is a big part of their lives and they grew up with it. Like, mm-hmm. how can you separate something that formed your childhood because the author is a dumbass? Mm-hmm. You just right. take the author out of it. And I, I understand that some people can't separate it. But, and don't yeah. shame those people who still no don't shame them so yeah and no. I'm gonna say mm-hmm. something and this I hope it doesn't get taken the wrong way but you are responsible for your own content consumption mm-hmm. so if you mm-hmm. do not want to see Harry Potter content because you personally cannot separate the author from the work or any other problematic author that's fine don't look at that content you, there's filters that you can mute those hashtags or those words in posts and you won't see them. Yeah. But making someone else responsible for your personal content consumption is such an enti- sense of entitlement that mm-hmm. I don't get. Like, I would never dream of going to someone on Instagram and saying, this book offends me. You need to stop posting it. Right. I would just unfollow them. Yeah. Right. We could do a whole podcast on king shaming right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yes, we could. <laughs> and it's For the same. Sure. It's with anything. If you don't like it, that's fine. But don't tell me not to like it. You don't you're it. responsible for your own content consumption. I'll say it again and again. And if I hope people don't take it the wrong way. And if they do, let's have a conversation about it. I'm more than open to it. But mm-hmm. Trigger warnings too. Trigger warnings help people be responsible for their own content consumption. Mm -hmm. Because I would never want someone to go into a book like Hades 
like the Hades series yeah. without reading the trigger warnings. Yeah, please. Because that's so irresponsible warnings. of me to advertise a book without at least giving someone a sense of what's going to be in it. Yeah, right. goes back to like um, Ice Planet Barbarians. That was oh, God, yeah. 2015 and there's no trigger warnings on that first book or mm-hmm. the other yep. books that talks about it. Mm-hmm. So yep. like you're responsible for your own content consumption, but at the same time as a creator, you do have a responsibility to make that easy for people. Yeah. yeah. Right. I feel like the title of this podcast should be like, do your own research. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically. Or do your own shit. You have a brain, use it. <laughs> Chaos and use your brain. <laughs> True. Brain fart. Um, can I talk about a contemporary book? I haven't read it yet yeah. because I'm grounded, but you are. <laughs> I want to read it so bad. Um, it's called Conventionally Yours, and I bought it at Barnes Noble the other day, and it's these two guys that meet at a um comic-con like convention and i'm such a nerd and like comic-con is gonna be like when everything opens back up and i can go to that i'm gonna i'm gonna be dressing up oh that's (laughs) where i'm meeting gabby (laughs) comic-con please go i want so badly just like i'm a part of like the anime community as well so like (laughs) I do research on like LGBTQ rep in anime too because that would be awesome. I should have thought of that earlier. (laughs) Oops. Anyways, as you can see, we are not prepared on this podcast, and that's what makes it (laughs) best. I got got triggered when you said anime. I'm sorry. What? (laughs) Like, (sighs) I was in Barnes and Nobles yesterday, other day before. And there was a group of cackling teenagers in the anime uh, section, and the oh room no, and making oh, and they're like making books. fun. And I was like, "You don't have to do that." Like, no, go walk right by it. Else. Fuck right off. It's I because actually... of what, were they in the anime section or like romance books section? Both, because in my Barnes oh. and Nobles, they're right next to each other. They're right next to each other. So there was like three girls in the romance section and two girls in the anime section, and they were all running back and forth, like comparing gross books or photos or whatever. And I was like, "Yeah, you bitches." Yeah, that's not okay. So there's yeah, no need for that. Stupid. If you don't, just walk on by. Come True. on, find your actually... something actually entertaining. I hid that part of myself for a very long time because growing up like Asian, I loved that stuff. But most of the people I felt like if you were a white girl, you were like, I don't know. I don't really know what the label was, but you were kind of weird if you liked anime. And so like when my dad would buy me all the mangas, mangas, is that how you say it? Manga girl. Manga. Manga. Don't yeah, ask me how to manga. pronounce anything I wrong all the time. I always say like but... magna or manga. I would also like um magnum audiobook of some of one of the throne of glass books. And we were talking about how to pronounce something. And apparently I pronounce every single fucking word oh. in throne of glass incorrectly. <laughs> yeah, same. That's so you fun. Know how hard it is to go from audible to reading. Yeah. <laughs> what word is this i've never (laughs) i know that's happened to me okay so um i'm still doing this just to touch on that really quickly so um we were talking i got us off on a tangent i apologize we were talking about otterlin and we were talking about a couple other things but 
but I keep okay so I hear it and I'm like oh yeah Otterlin Otterlin and then I read it and I'm like a darlin a darlin <laughs> that's how I see it's a darlin Ardlin. I got I cut out like complete letters from this <laughs> word I don't even say it I will see that skip word it. and I'm like and skip word, I know that word move on, on. <laughs> yeah in, 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 versus manga don't I, ask me how to pronounce jack shit I, I feel like I need to go to a speech therapist and figure out if I'm gonna have an accent or not because even if I see something with an r or if I there's very few words that I use when I speak because I have a hard time saying certain things. And usually like, that's why I'm usually really quiet. And if Chris and I are together while well, we having a conversation and I see the word in my head, but I can't pronounce it. Yep. And it takes me a good like 30 seconds to get the word out. Yeah, I actually have because of ADHD, like my brain works really, really fast. So when I'm speaking, like my sentence is running through my head like this like imagine like the receipt paper like tumbling and they over. run together <laughs> and then I'm like um so like for one example uh sweater weather sweater I can't weather. I can't say sweater. it sweater weather <laughs> sweater <laughs> oh, on the same token um I'm gonna call my husband out because he's never gonna listen to this um so you know how like you pronounce thing when you're reading things you do phonetics and you like pronounce sound it out yeah Mm -hmm. my husband cannot sound things out he never learned phonetics so if you tell him like he's like how do you spell this word I'm like oh and then I say it like toe may toe he's like that means nothing to me so he never learned phonetics so when I spell he's also a terrible speller but I am too and I have to write things down to spell it so we've got like scrap paper all over the house when he asks me to spell something. Beside the point, I know, he yeah. can't sound things out. And that's how I spell things is by sounding <laughs> them out. So it was yeah. a hard time us getting to communicate when I have trouble speaking and when he has trouble, like, what is this word? And I'm like, well, what is it? And he, he can't sound it out. So he doesn't know how to say it because he can't sound it out because he never learned phonics or phonetics or whatever fawn something Um, (laughs) and so it's just interesting like how some people do words I call it like a total I don't know it's more than a brain fart because when you're Gabby I'm sure it's not a fart and it's completely in the bathroom you get so excited about something and you open your mouth and it's just like just can't come (laughs) out (laughs) yeah all the words at once and Chris is like you want to try that one more time and I'm like no I don't (laughs) think it's the it's the worst in like my profession even like I don't I'm scared to be in court because when I'm gonna be like because I can't talk and the judge would be like uh ma'am in a high pressure situation like that and be eloquent I need to it's so hard I I sent Stone a TikTok and it was this guy like talking to his wife and I sent it to Stone and I said is this what it's like talking to me and he was like yeah (laughs) i'll send it to you it's like she's she has adhd and like she changes topics of her like conversation like seven times and goes back and forth i think i've seen that one does anyone start a conversation in their head and then speak to the spouse and they're Mm -hmm. like what are we talking about 
and you've yep, already had half the, the conversation in your head in your and you're head. like, why aren't yeah. you catching yep. up? Like, like, why can't you understand? Like, what I need you to be on the oh, same time. page. Get or, with the program. Even worse, I'll say it out loud and my husband just like is not registering that I'm speaking to him. And yeah. then he'll like answer a question and I'm like, why the fuck did you answer it like that? That's not even what I'm asking. And he's like, well, what yep. did you ask? And I have to like repeat the entire conversation again yeah. because yep. he was only listening to like a little piece of it. That's what's yep. like every other word. Mm-hmm. Yep. Man. Selective listening, man. <laughs> we still um, love our spouses. True. Yes. yes. Very little Very cutie butts. Mm-hmm. That is. Yeah. I was no. just- I got right, peace, well, so let's sign off. <laughs> I know, same. I'm like, I have to. I had a whole like two shots of coffee, like espresso. I got a, the cat water. is looking at me like she's about to starve to death. So. I think <laughs> I'm going to Taco She won't. I just I just ordered food for me and Emily, so it's fine. Oh my gosh, love that. Okay, guys. okay, thank you for listening to the Chaos and Cox podcast. My name is Gabby, and you can find me on Instagram <laughs> at Gabby's Shelf, G-A-B-B-I-E. I was channeling my Disney person, like, you know. The- I could hear that. I could, like, the Mickey Mouse logo. <laughs> Just with, like, the glow stick thing and make yep. the little mouse ears. Oh, gosh. Um, and I am Lexi, and you can find me on Instagram at Reads by Lexi, and now online at readsbylexi.com. And you can find me on Instagram. I'm Jess. Let me just say my second name. I'm Jess. You can find me on Instagram at the.barnacle.bookshelf and on my website at thebarnaclebookshelf.com. And I'm Ash. And you can find me on Instagram at a wolf 91 And last but not least, I'm Britt. And you can find me on both TikTok and Instagram at Lunar Literature. Happy Pride! Happy Pride! Happy Pride, bitches! Happy Pride! Bye! Bye. Bye. Love you, beautiful human!